Hey guys, this is Jay Lethal, and you're listening to WNS. You are now listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your wrestling information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com for WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, iTunes, and Spotify by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Eber. We welcome you to episode 434 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all your information, you go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, not iTunes, by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Central, and Spotify. Apple Just Podcast. Apple Damn podcast. it. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. That's all you have to do. Yeah. And uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler, Tyler underscore A Bear. But he hasn't tweeted out anything. Uh, yeah. Since. When I get like a wild hair or something like that, I don't know. I'll probably shave it. I mean, uh, I'll get on Twitter. It's the same. Oh, it's a stupid thing. A wild hair means like you'll, you're spontaneous and do something. She changed her hair. Yeah. Spontaneous. Oh, God. What am I going to do? <laughs> worried about me gaining at the point. He punched the highlights out of her hair. Yeah, changed my hair like every week and a half, dude. Get used to it. So welcome to the show. Yeah. We've got lots to talk about this week. We're going to give you our review. Our the th- rundown. Our, the, the rundown on full gear. Uh, we're going to talk about what happened on Raw. We're going to talk about what happened on AEW, NXT. Got some hot topics as well. But first... Tyler, how you doing? Tired. Yeah? Yeah. You hanging in there? I'm hanging in there. You can make it? I got it? some Mio. There uh, you go. Get yourself a little energy. some Mio. Listen to Neo. Now, whenever you get home from work, like whenever you get home from doing the podcast, after having consumed some of the Mio energy, do you feel yourself more energetic? No. Oh, okay. I feel like energy drinks and stuff that nature doesn't really work on me. Mm. Um, I just, I still feel tired. Yeah. I don't drink a lot of them. No, um, not, not recommended. Not my thing. I remember years and years ago, I went to a comic convention in Houston, and I guess one of the sponsors was Five Hour Energy. And you drank 20 hours worth of energy. <laughs> yes, no. Uh, so I took two back home, or I was staying at a friend's house, and I took, back, took it back to his house. I drank them, and... I was like, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. I went to bed. (laughs) (laughs) So it did not give you the ample energy you were expecting. No. Maybe it energized my other self. One of my other self, a sleepwalk. Yeah. Maybe. You do. That person came out. Sleepwalking and talk. Yeah. (laughs) So so I'm looking at your your Twitter right now. Yeah. The last thing you put out was August 31st of 2017 so it's been over two years since you last tweet no yes no 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 no. what Uh, was it unless there was a reply nope the very last thing was uh august 31st 2017 and it was something that linked over from your instagram it was the adventures of schmeckle part two (laughs) yeah the thing before that was that you retweeted our buddy john david guerra uh he's got a gif jif however you want to say it of shinsuke shinsuke uh, tapping out the dick, tapping out, yeah, whatever. yeah, choking on the D, choking on the D. 
The one before that, August 22nd, 2017, Common Law Marriage Denial. Also something from your Instagram. Yeah. Uh, and then the last tweet that you sent out was August 17th of 2017. Follow me on Instagram at bear underscore mode. <laughs> so there you go. So I'm, uh, I'm disappointed myself when it comes to Instagram. Just a lot of stuff's popped up and... I want to do a lot more with like content. Hell, I even have a new laptop. Yeah. Um, but life gets in the way. Working a, f- a full full time job, a lot. then coming home and working on with the baby yeah. while watching wrestling to do the podcast. Because the only things I have time to do here and there. Yes, I watch wrestling, but when other stuff's going on, mm-hmm. and like, say, my wife went over to her oh, parents' wow. house with my baby or whatever hold that baby i have some time i'm like the first thing comes to mind is like video games yeah video games because i have a shitload i haven't even finished absolutely so that happened the other day and i got to play outer worlds for like like two or three hours Mm -hmm. so how was that pretty fun real fun game um killing motherfuckers (laughs) because it's interesting did it's you get fun. that? Uh, sorry to change the topic on that particular game. Did you get that Death Stranding? Game? No, not yet. I need to get um, an external for uh, my PS4 because I'm out of memory. Uh oh. Yeah, I'm out of memory. Uh oh. Um, uh oh. Um, that's how my daughter says it. <laughs> but I want to get that. Let's see. I haven't finished Borderlands Two. God of War, Outer Worlds, uh, WWE 2K20. You're never going to finish that game. Never. Well, I mean, like, story mode-wise. There's so many titles on the Switch I haven't finished. And I'm getting another game tomorrow for the Switch, Pokemon Sword. Yes. Um, Too many games for you, sir. Dude, I got a shitload for the Switch. Yeah. Actually, man, that's impressive how many games I got for the Switch. I got a good amount. Yeah. The Switch is actually a really super successful. Thing I really for like Nintendo. It. Yeah, I like the ability that you can either play it on your TV or you can play it handheld. If you get the regular one, not light. Screw that. Screw light. Like ninety percent of my gaming for the Switch is done handheld. Yeah, yeah. And I like it. I'm fine with that. Well, mostly because I've been playing the hell out of Mario Maker. But it's you also do good, good work, sir. You do good work. Thank you. But it's also good because. I don't. I don't have to be able to. I don't have to take up the whole TV if yeah. I want to play. So, like, if my wife wants to watch something on TV, you know, be like, okay, put it on, and I'll I'll play my video. Game. Oh yeah. And so, also, if she's watching something. Like, hey, I'm gonna go with Tyler. We're gonna go down to the park, play our Switch. <laughs> We're gonna go play basketball. Basketball on the <laughs> Switch. Yeah. We still haven't done that, sir. I know. Got to buy me that game, and then I'll go and play. <laughs> I'm not paying money. I for do. That. Want to do one thing. Even though I have Let's Go uh, Eevee, mm-hmm. this one's going to be different. I want to play a Pokemon game. I mean, on the TV. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's what you've been wanting. I mean, for me at least, for a while, yeah. playing on the TV. Full-fledged A full-fledged Pokemon. game, not like a hybrid. And Let's Go Eevee had its ups and downs. What yeah. was good about it, but... Well, it was a carbon copy of Pokemon Yellow, which is yeah. a dated game. Mixed with Pokemon Go. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's cool, but I mean, I remember when I had yellow mm-hmm. and I had, I had the Super Game Boy Nintendo Color. <laughs> and I had the cartridge that for the Super Nintendo that you could put a Game Boy game in so you could play it on the TV. Mm-hmm. And I did that with yellow, which was cool at yeah. the time. 
but you know, here we are, 2019. Many years later. Many years later. Many moons ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thousands and thousands of years ago. There you go. Um, <laughs> I don't know if they're going to even announce a um, a Switch Pro or not. Because they did a new Switch that adds like three or four more hours to Whoa. your battery life. I think that's about it. Yeah. Um, or you have this power source. <laughs> yeah. That hooks up to power outlets <laughs> and car chargers. Yes. So just but use that. I love my Switch, man. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I enjoy it as well. I enjoy my Switch. So it's nice to have. So uh, <coughs> so lots of video game play video going game. on. Not to mention the time we spend on Supercard, which just had their, re- yes. their update to Season yes. 6. So uh, before we get into all the wrestling talk, let's talk about this game a little bit, man. So we um, haven't done too much. We saw like the new layout mm-hmm. and the new tiers, and also for a team, we can have up to twenty people now. Yeah, we haven't started. I guess John hasn't started the process of getting new people yet. Not yet. I would. I would assume that we would do this battleground, and mm-hmm. then he'll talk about it at least. Yeah, I like the fact that you know if you if you want to sit out, then it's like okay, well we've got more than ten people on the team, so someone. We'll be able to step in for you. It's like, well, I'm going to be out of town this week. I can't do it this week. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. It's like, oh, I'm going to be out of town for the weekend. Well, we're going to have one. Well, I'll just get someone else to do it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I mean, that's an easy way to get left behind, too. It is. But, but also, it's convenient, so yeah. you don't have to play every week. Yeah. And it it doesn't hurt the team. Yes. So, I like that feature. That's a yeah. good. That's and also, another one that I noticed, I was the first one to say it. The online feature? Yeah. I was like, oh. What okay. that green dot? Yeah. Whose green dot is that? Because, you know, it's so funny. Say you're out of town or whatever, mm-hmm. and then uh, you're just poking in to see, like, motherfucker says he's on vacation, yet he's in the game. I'm addicted to the game. Back off. <laughs> Got to get that login bonus. Yeah. So, get on off. And the process someone's of trying to see. get that gobbledygooker uh, card. Man, my gobbledygooker from last one is already gone. I know. That's how fast. That's that's the kind of like bummer about the game is that you know people are quick to be like, all right, give us a new tier, new tier. But it's like, dude, you work so hard to get the cards you have, and in like six months' time, they're just going to be completely worthless. Did uh, the person I don't know who you were talking to said they would give you a code for two K twenty? Oh, he acted like he never uh, heard back from me, even though I immediately responded. I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. He was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't hear back from you, so I gave that code to someone else. Like dang, dang! I used mine and it's already mm. getting outdated. It's, yeah, there's it's three new tiers. That's it's no longer the be. top cards. Yeah, no, it's not. Um, so new features, uh, performance center stuff. Um, I thought that they said there's a way to boost your cards after they're a pro. There are. Where's that? That's going to be for the season six cards. Only. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's why there's so many gobbledygookers for you to be able to get. It's so you can have different ones. So you can have th- no, you can have three pros, and then make one like super card. Oh, so you can you can do a two. Okay, so you have to have three separate ones and combine them, or can you do like, hey, I combine these two, and here's a third one later on. Then you yeah. can combine that one after. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so that's only so. Where I'm at, I can't do it with these cards anymore. It only has to be with the new tiers. Correct. Not the right. like cataclysm and right. 
neon yeah, or whatever. Not, that's not going to happen for those. Okay. It's season six and going Holy forward. fuck. They're going to be super powerful. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. Imagine, like, imagine dude, the next I get Last Man Standing. Those gobbledygookers. Dude, I'm doing a la- the next Last Man Standing. Yeah. Because that's going to be a power. Well, depends get how this they, turkey. It, de- it depends how they do it. Yeah. Because last time I, I tried my ass off last time because people wanted the Becky Lynch card. Yeah. That's the last time I did it because I wanted a female card at Last Man Stand. They did that and mm-hmm. everyone fucking tried and I got like, I forgot which uh, number I was at, but it still wasn't like, it was like 900 and something, almost at a, th- a thousand or no, wait. 10,000. Like 10,000. 10, that's what I mean. Wait. Yes. It was almost. It cuts that. off at 10,000. It was almost at that, and it, I mean, it was powerful, but not powerful as other cards. So Couldn't like, get the eh. done. I mean, it worked. Yeah, it helped me. It really boost, it boosted it. But um, see, that's one of the reasons why I really like the fusion cards is because there's only like six options, mm-hmm. so the chances of you getting a pro are pretty high. See, I apparently I don't know how it happened. I only have three fusion cards yeah. when I had. Five at one point. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Um, Must have but, proed one or something. I guess. And then I have two right now that are two of the same one, but I'm not proing them because mm. it will turn to one. Right. Uh, and I'll have two left. So, like, nope. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. Hopefully, coming up, they do this from time to time, but was it uh, RTG or whatever it is where you can get, like, a one of those fusion cards randomly or when yeah. you go through the list? Yeah. So, I got to look out for it mm-hmm. so I can get another one in my ranks. Yep. And just slowly start working your way back. We should do uh, is start at the very beginning and do, like, five of them and then just progress them as you go up. So, that's what I did at least. So that way, so whenever they do end up releasing the next tier of fusion cards, I'm already I've already got like three ready to go on yeah. top of my pros. So it'll be kind of nice. Um, I wonder. I guess it'll be a while before they release the fusions of the next tiers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would expect it to be at least a month. Same with the battleground rewards shop. Yeah, uh, the store, which they don't have any of the new tiers yet. Well, supposedly those also play off of the team top eight, like their team, the team levels. So I think once we get all start of our, playing, and, yeah, okay. So hopefully that'll that'll happen maybe in the next. You could buy one of the new tiers in a pack, yeah, uh, for like five thousand points. I've already have I have enough money in the bank points that I can get the top card that's in there. But I wouldn't be able to pro it, so I'm like, do I really want to waste it all, or do I want to try? Because and... you do three, yeah, and you don't have enough to get even three, yeah. So it's kind of like, mm, I might hold off and see how much the Vanguard is whenever it comes out when they release it, Vanguard one, or if I have to advance myself high enough to get to that card, version one, man. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So, like I said, we've got lots to cover this week. Um, full gear happened this past weekend. You and I got together to to watch and enjoy the show. Hell yeah. It was a really good show. Yes. Not to mention. Uh, the buy-in saw Britt Baker defeat uh, B. Presley. Priestley? Priestley. Priestley. That's what I said. Um, <laughs> That's what I said. But, uh, I mean, overall, the show, I thought, to be honest, I feel like we got our money's worth. Yeah. 
Uh, I know a lot of people are, are complaining, 50 bucks, who's going to pay that? I'm like, dude, before the WWE came along, that's what that's what we did. You want to yeah. watch it, you got to pay 50 you, bucks. Y'all forgot about this? Yes. Come on now. It's quick. It's, it's amazing how quick people forget things. Yeah. Because uh, it's like, man, I remember us scrambling to find ways to watch the WWE pay-per-views for the podcast. It's like, oh, we found a, you know, wings to go. They're only charging 10 bucks a head. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go watch it there. And then whenever they started bumping up the prices, we're like, oh, crap, we got to find something else. And then, uh, fortunately, the, the network came along and softened the blow. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, uh, it's, it's nuts. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's what we did. That's what you do if you want to watch the pay-per-view. You, you got you to... Gotta, Cough up the cash, man. You gotta pay the toll troll. <laughs> but to be honest, I'm okay with that because it shows our support, you know, because I don't want this company to fail. No, I do not either. And uh, and I'm glad that they're doing quite successful, to be honest. Um, you know, people might not be blown away by their ratings. Do you feel like it's your company? I don't feel like it's my company, but I'm glad that you know, I've put some money towards it in some capacity, whether it yeah. be ordering a pay-per-view, ordering a t-shirt, something like that, you know, showing my support and being there from the beginning. I think it's a cool feel. You bet your ass if they come to Houston, we're going. Absolutely. For sure. You know, I was, I was bummed whenever they said we're going to Dallas and Corpus Christi because that's four hours one way, four and a half hours the other. It's, it's like, like they go, maybe they won't hit all of Texas at once. They'll come back yeah. around and hit uh, other parts of Texas. I'm sure they will. And it was just, oh, next you know, is San Antonio and Houston. Yeah. I'd be fine with Austin, that. Well, Austin. Yeah. Go up to Lubbock, Houston, please. Houston, Houston, yes. Houston. Hopefully that'll, that'll happen soon. So, uh, but yeah, full gear, man. I felt I got my money's worth. You know, I chipped in 20 bucks for you and you covered the rest. And, uh, Doug came over and hung out with us as well. So, uh, you know, that ended up being a really good time yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, it was a, uh, it was a really good show. All the matches were entertaining. There was one where it was kind of like, eh, well, actually there were two where I was like, eh, it was all right. Which one? Uh, it was the Sean Spears and Joey Janela for me and the Riho and, uh, Sakura. That was actually better than I thought it was. Yeah. Well, for me, I guess we'll go ahead and talk about that match. Um, it was it was for the AEW Women's Title, and it started a little slow, but by the end they picked up the pace. I thought it was good. Yeah, really, it was good. Um, for me, it was just too long of being slow before they finally picked up the pace. And the Sakura girl, I don't know if she knows that she's the heel in the story or what, but she was like playing to the fans, trying to get, get them to cheer for her when like in the past few weeks, she's teamed on the bad person side on the heel side. Yeah. But so you like Freddie Mercury. I'm a fan of Freddie Mercury. You're supposed to cheer for her. Then. I could be a fan of Freddie Mercury and not be a fan of Sakura. Be a fan of queen. I'm a fan of Queen as well. I like their music. And Sakura. Not necessarily. Just because she's a fan of them. That's not how this works, sir. That is how it works. That's not how any of this works. Don't tell me what works and what doesn't. Um, But, uh, I mean, you know, it was a fine match. But it it wasn't anything that really blew me away. Like, the last few minutes were impressive. I really liked the last few minutes of of the match. But uh, that was one where I was just like, eh. And then the other one was uh, Sean Spears and, uh, and Joey Janela. 
I just feel like that, you know, that particular match could probably have been something that they had on Dynamite or something. And uh, I mean, it just didn't have like a pay-per-view feel. I mean, honestly, I don't remember yeah. stuff from it. Well, it was like the oh, now I forgot his name. His manager, Tully Blanchard. Yeah, Tully Blanchard got up and on the stairs and helped do the pile driver. Oh, I remember. Uh, like that was the that was the Sean Spears tying Joey Janela's hair with that. Uh, mm-hmm. What was it in the corner? The, um, the tag rope or something. Yeah, it pulled out some hair mm-hmm. for sure. But I mean, um, like that was like those were like the only two memorable moments about the match. We know that the the feud's going to continue yes. because of stuff on uh, Dynamite that happened. That so, is true. So, sorry, <laughs> throwing stuff in my house, man. What the so hell? That's, that's going to happen, and I mean, it gives them a program to for something to do. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, but overall, like I said, full gear, really enjoyable. Uh, the opening contest, holy crap, that was exciting. Young Bucks going up against Proud and Powerful, Santana and Ortiz. I got to get used to hearing that Proud and Powerful. I'm like, who? Yeah, not LAX. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we can call them Santana and Ortiz and, you know, people get the gist. But Proud and, pa- proud and Powerful might be something that they... Uh, it takes me a while. It, it'll, yeah, name. it'll take a little... Something, I'm going to skip back and forth, I guess, from the pay-per-view to sure. Dynamite. Another Dynamite. thing that uh, throws me off, and I get they're feuding with the Bucks. Mm-hmm. But even in the press conference after, 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 after Full after. Gear, Jericho, they were talking to Jericho, and he was like, you know what? I feel like we... We deserve, we're the dominant tag team. It was like, I feel like we should be challenging me and Sammy Guevara should challenge for the tag titles. Hmm. And it's weird. I know they're promoting that, but it was weird because you have a tag team in Santana and Ortiz. Yeah. It was weird that they didn't, you know, mm-hmm. challenge, but whatever. But champ wants all the gold. Le champion. I, I do get that. I do get that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this match from, from the get-go was... Fast-paced, high action, very enjoyable. Um, proud and powerful. End up getting the victory, though. Can we talk about that kick, though? I've been dying yes. to talk about that kick. Let's yes. talk about that kick, man. Because that was. A, can we talk about the mail? I need um, to like rewatch that. Yeah, but it hurt him. He kicked the post, right? Yes. Who moved Santino? Santina, Santana Ortiz, <laughs> or, or Ortiz? Santino Morella. That's, that's a little uh, tongue tied. I got a little tongue tied. Tongue twister. Santana. Yeah. Or Ortiz. Yes. Or Ortiz. Yes. Say that a lot. Or Ortiz. Or Ortiz. Or Ortiz. Or Ortiz. Or Ortiz. Little, How's little that? A little bit. Or Ortiz. Or Ortiz. Drink your Olvertine. Yes. Uh, so, and you could tell Nick was. Like, I don't know if this was like heavy duty selling or if he was legit hurt because even later in the night he was limping. Yes. So it's kind of like. Okay, you're either doing a really good job here Have or a you're nice bruise later. Yeah. Like, how's your shin? Because <sighs> damn, because I w- I went and watched the um behind the scenes being the elite or whatever it was, yeah. and they didn't really talk about it. You know, like they didn't even he didn't even say, "Dude, check out my shin," and like Joe well, and Arlie because I know you showed or something. You sent that episode to me, and I only watched a little bit of it. Yeah, and from what I watched. The first part was like before mm-hmm. Full Gear. Correct. They go, they do some scenes after Full Gear. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So they never really touch on it. So it's kind of like, did he really get hurt or was he just 
He's selling the hell out of it. Yeah. Either way. I mean, he continued the match. He finished the match. So you got to give him credit, I guess, for that. But it looked like he was in a lot of pain and a lot of discomfort from that forward kick. That being Nick Jackson. Um, But Proud and Powerful do end up getting the victory. And uh, Rock and Roll Express got involved. Yeah. Uh, That dive to the outside. Those crazy motherfuckers. Then, what was it, Nick or Matt had to help him when he did that... uh, float over power bomb when Canadian he destroyer over. it wasn't a Canadian destroyer but kind maybe it's kind of esque but he flipped over him it flipped over up slipped over him they had to help him like push mm-hmm. him just a little bit but those motherfuckers I think they still wrestle like not too long ago maybe a year ago two Week years ago, ago. <laughs> so they fought uh I think when NWA and ROH were together for a while yeah like they those motherfuckers fought the Briscoes mm-hmm why would you fight the Briscoes? Why wouldn't you fight the Briscoes? They're like, they're, I thought I researched. They're like 60s or 70s, maybe 70s. They're too old. Too old. They're old enough that they should know better. How about that? Those older motherfuckers like that are like, like they're Hogan the ones, and them. Yeah. They're like, oh, I want another match and stuff. Hogan still wants another fucking match because his last match was in TNA mm-hmm. and he didn't want it to be that. And he wants to like, dude, just let it be, man. I don't think he can physically go. You can't do that. If if he were to get back in the ring, it would almost be like that match at WrestleMania, Bret Hart versus Vince McMahon, where oh, do you so remember bad. that match? Yeah, Bret was just gassed from the get go. Vince had to lay down for like six or seven minutes. They brought in the Hart family, and like that was just bad. Like I feel like it would have to be the the same scenario for Hogan to have a match. Like it would be for sure. His opponent works around him. He has outside help. Jimmy Hart hits somebody with a megaphone or something. I don't know. Goes all Sindel and like blasts the megaphone in someone's face and ah. their body parts rip away. And it's just it's just so crazy if they did those moves and stuff. <laughs> to be at that age and be able to do that. I mean you kinda got you have, kinda have to admire it. It's like, man, I hope that my body would be able to hold up doing I know stuff like that at that age. Another guy in ROH, uh, PCO, is old, but I don't think he's that old. He's not that old. He's probably like Angle's age or Christopher Daniel's age or something. He's in he's in his fifties. Is he? I think he's late fifties. Hmm. That motherfucker's going, and he wants to keep going until he's fucking hurt. Yeah. You looking it up right now? I am looking it up right now. How old is PCO? Uh, it all depends on how fast my internet is, which right now is not very fast Poor at all. Poor connection. 51. Ooh, he looks a lot older than that. <laughs> there you go. Kurt Angle was 50. So I was close. Jeez. Up there. Kurt Angle and uh, Christopher Daniels are like the same age. Chris Jericho is now 49 years old. 49 Still doing some good stuff, man. It's doing some of the best stuff. Just like, okay, so I'm everywhere now. That's all right. Um, so We're keeping it AEW thing. Christopher somewhere. Daniels came back. He did. Uh, and I thought he was hurt. Freaking AEW pulling the wool out on people. Even like the dirt sheets. They said Christopher Daniels was going to be out for a while, for a long time, and he came back. Same thing with Luchasaurus. He was going to be out for a long time, yeah. and he came back. Well, maybe they didn't know at the time the extent of the injury, mm-hmm. and it turned out, well, no, he, he, should be a, he should be all right in a couple of weeks. Or maybe he's just he's good enough to be able to walk down to the ring and do a couple moves, but no like, heavy stuff. Because did Luchasaurus, did, I don't even remember, did Luchasaurus do any lifting? 
Like picking no, he was doing kicks. No, he did do lifting. He did a choke slam. Well, and double choke slam. A choke slam. Okay, guys, one, two, three, jump in the yeah. air, and you know. So, um, and I know he did that one kick, the tail whip that they called it. So, depending on which leg it was, you know, maybe he was able to pull it off. I don't know, but uh, pull his leg off, pull his leg off, and beat it over the head of somebody. Beat your ass. I'm gonna beat this motherfucker with another <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Hangman Adam Page going up against Pac. Pac. Pick. It is Pac now. Pac. We gotta accept it. Pac. Paku. 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 However you want to say it. Um, I'm these, trying to remember. The yeah, the full gear one. I don't remember a whole lot, but it was. Uh, I do remember it was pretty enjoyable. Yeah, and then, I think uh, we were mostly watching your daughter during this match. I yeah. think that's what it was. And Ethan Page, Adam Page, <laughs> not Ethan Page. <laughs> Who? Adam Page was doing some cowboy shit. Cowboy shit. Yeah, the things no. that catch on with the crowds. Yeah. Cowboy shit. I bet the yeah. censors love that. Yeah. Just like when they say, you fucked up. You fucked up. Man. Okay, we're keeping it AEW themed. So, uh, you know, I you know, made mention of the, the cowboy shit chant. How nice is it for a character, a wrestling character, to be able to say shit? On TV, dude, it's like a long time coming saying shit and bitch and yeah. I mean, they're not gonna say the f word, no. But like, it's well, just, I mean, they might, but they'll be able to censor ble- it. Yeah, and it's just like the little things. WWE's starting to do it a little bit now, but mm. you know, for the longest time, they won't say, you know, I'm gonna kick your ass. Yeah, you know, stuff like that, and then just hell. I remember when we celebrated The Rock coming back, and he said ass four times yeah. on Raw, and we're like, oh my god, he said it. Yeah. It's insane. I think I got pet dander on Uh-oh. my hand. I was rubbing my eye. Uh-oh. I can feel it. Uh-oh. You go wash your eyes out. I'll do it later. Can you do it now? No. You can go do it now. No. I gotta talk about AEW. Well, you can talk about AEW without pet dander in your eye. No. All right. Keep on keeping on. Okay. I'll tell you when it gets back. Could have paused the show, but nope. all right. Nope, it's too late. So, uh, so Hangman Adam Page ends up defeating Pac in a pretty good match. SCU retain their AEW tag team titles against uh, Private Party and uh, Lucha Bros. A really good match. Yeah. Really enjoyable show. Um, but, man, the match, two matches that I felt we got the most, out of, the most bang for our buck were the last two matches. Co- uh, Chris Jericho versus Cody. And then John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. Um, Cody versus Chris Jericho was good, but yeah. I felt like it could have been better. I'm sure it could have. Just about any match can can always be better. But I felt like this match was more about the storytelling. Cody's good storytelling, but I'm yeah. not like the biggest fan of his wrestling. Sure, that's that's a fair criticism. Uh, but I felt like he did a really good job in this match. Uh, he took an absolute beating. The, oh yeah, he did. The, the spot that he did, jumping over the top rope and landing face first on the on the ramp, cutting himself open. Like at first we thought we, he had bladed, mm-hmm. but then we saw the cut and we're like, no, that's not a blade because that's a curved cut. Second, when we saw a replay. Second he eyebrow. Hit that ramp. Yeah, second eyebrow. <laughs> For sure, I kept on saying that. Um, good lord. <laughs> But that was that was pretty nasty. The welts that he got from uh, from the belt 
from Jericho, man, that was that yeah. was pretty brutal. Started um, swelling up. Yeah, man, I will not forget that second eyebrow. <laughs> Uh, so Jake Hager was uh, ringside accompanying Chris Jericho. He ended up getting in- tossed. Uh, the ref had enough of his Close-lined MJF. Yes. And then uh, later in the match, uh, and I'm so glad we got to see it. We didn't see the walls of Jericho. We saw the freaking lion tamer. Um, I'm surprised he did it to Cody. Like, dude, you had a match with Darby Allen. Yeah. And you didn't do it to him. Mm-hmm. He's smaller and more flexible, I would think. And probably would have enjoyed it more. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think it's a, he, he loves the punishment. Yeah. But, uh, man, I mean, if, you, if you're a wrestling fan, but you're not like an old school WCW wrestling fan, you have probably no idea what the Lion Tamer is. But to give you an example, the, the, the Walls of Jericho, Simple Boston Crab, he he basically lifts your legs up so that you're not on the ground, and he bends it at the knee and, like, leans back a little bit. The lion tamer is that he grabs you at the knees, cranks it up to his chest, puts his knee on your on the back of your mm-hmm. head, yeah. and just, like, it's insane. And I freaking love it. And I wish he would do it more, but I completely understand wrestlers maybe not wanting to take that kind of move every single night. But damn, when he does it, it looks so badass. No, I agree. He don't do it often though. But uh, he so many young talent and flexible people that he could do it. Oh, to. I know. Now, now, yes. It's like, all right, boys, I'm line up. Surprised he did it to Cody. Um, well, I, I think he did it to kind of put over the point of MJF throwing in the towel of saying, "Dude, you weren't. Yeah. There's no way you were getting out of that." You weren't. There's no way you could have gotten to the ring ropes. Nothing. Like I had to stop it. So MJF throws in the towel. Ref calls for the bell. Crowd, obviously unhappy. Um, I didn't know which way it would go because I mean I thought that MJF could turn, but yeah. At the same time, Cody was like, he was pretty pissed. He's pretty pissed. I was like, is Cody turning on MJF? I thought that for a split second. Yeah, and a lot of fans wanted that to happen they're like you you know you fucked up like cody kick his ass but i think this is the right way because mjf shines more as a heel oh my god and does he oh my god dude is what 23 23 good and he's lord the hottest thing on like he's the best heel in wrestling today yeah 23 years old he is the best heel in wrestling today i agree and he finds ways, and this is one of the things I was watching Dynamite on Wednesday, and I was doing the live tweeting for the uh, WN Source Twitter handle, and uh, and I thought to myself, "Good Lord, Jericho has found ways to reinvent himself so many different times." He becomes, I didn't think it was possible. He really, be- he becomes the heel, and he does a great job of being a heel. But no matter what he does as a heel, the fans start to love him for it. Like, he created the list. He'd walk around saying, it. You know, he, now he's Le Champion and with a little bit bubbly. of the bubbly. You know, like, he's supposed to be the heel. We're not supposed to like this guy. But because of the stuff that he does to reinvent himself, the fans absolutely love him. Like, he has to literally come out and be like, you guys are all idiots. You're stupid. I hate you all for him to get the crowd to boo him. But when his music hits, they go nuts for him. Yeah. NJF 
when he came out on Dynamite to Cody's theme music, they booed the shit out of him. When he kicked Cody in the nuts, they booed the <laughs> shit out of him. When he when kicked he, him in the nuts. When he walked up the ramp, there was a fan who threw a beer at the guy. I'm like, you don't get that anymore. They don't do that anymore. I heard online that was a plant. It may have been a plant, but I'll tell you what. It was a good plant, if that's the, <laughs> if that's the case. I didn't remember it nailed him. Oh, it hit him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But here's the thing. I saw the camera kind of like pan over almost for like the production crew to say, there's the guy. Because shortly after, I saw security walking up to that person. Oh. So he was immediately escorted out. And even the security team posted on their Instagram was like, by all means, come and enjoy and have a good time. But please, please, please do not throw anything at the talent. Yeah. And a bunch of the the wrestlers, you know, retweeted it and all that. So uh, it's making it makes me think that it was a legit, Real. yeah, a legit thing. It's like guys, you know, don't be throwing your stuff at the wrestlers. You know, it's just crazy. But uh, I mean, just to be so young and to be so so good on the mic, it's insane. See, there's, I mean. <sighs> He's going to get his shot, and they're going to give him everything. But, like, mm-hmm. right now, Sammy Guevara mm-hmm. and Private Party. Mm-hmm. Are, and MJF. There's your future. MJF's coming up now because at first he was just – he was there with Cody. And Riho. And Riho. She, yeah, she has the belt. I don't know how old Riho is. You know, she only started training when she was nine years old. She got an early start. She's kick-ass. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, that match was really good. Um, the the blood added to the feel, especially since after it happened, uh, Jericho started attacking Cody with it. That's that's what originally made me think it was uh, you a get blade. Hit and in your head, you can feel the pain and stuff. Yeah. Like fuck, 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 fuck. It's like ow, 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 ow. When's it gonna be my turn? Ow, ow, ow. Um, never. But man, that was nothing in comparison to the uh, the final match on the card: John Moxley versus Kenny Omega, lights out match. Which Holy the lights Lord. never went out. <laughs> yeah, they always that was one. That. that was one strange thing. Um, but damn, man, these two went to town on one another. Yeah. Um, some moments I really liked. Um, sweeping the sweeping of the back with the barbed wire. <laughs> nice touch. Um, when they got suplexed into that big wired barbed wire mesh or mm-hmm. whatever and they had to get out i'm like where the f- how the fuck do you get out very careful how do you get out man very carefully holy crap the spot uh, they did near the stage where they went through the the plexi yeah sign or trigger to the sign that was nice um you think they're gonna have another match in the future john moxley and kenny omega i won't be surprised i mean i'm sure they're bound to cross paths again i guess in the future another one where omega beats moxley it's quite possible um man the the spot that omega did what was it the um wasn't the red arrow was it the falcon arrow where he got up on the top rope while the ring was exposed like he pulled the mat it was the finish basically yeah pulled the pulled the padding up did the falcon arrow or whatever it was landed face first on the wood. the wood. Did you see the black eye that he got because of that? 
I didn't see it then, but I saw it on Damn. another backstage segment. He had a black Damn. eye. I'm like, oh my god, that had to hurt. Holy shit! Because I saw that video where he wasn't cleared, and I saw the scars on his back. Mm-hmm. Nasty looking things. Yeah. Uh, they had glass. They had glass. They had mouse traps. They did have mouse traps. Uh, I don't know what else. Did they have tables? Did they use tables? Uh, maybe. Yeah. This this match was bloody. It was barbaric, and I loved it. Yeah, it was, was really good. It was very good stuff, man. Um, I love the fact that someone we were watching it with could not watch it. Yeah, they were just like, "Oh, oh." My uh, wife was uh, like that too. Yeah. So, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I'm like, yes, yes. They're doing this for our entertainment. Yes, but still, I cringe at certain things. But also, if they would have had tax, I would have cringed at tax. It's just how I am. Yeah. Oh, what was it? Oh, he had the uh, shard of glass to use, like as a paper cut. Oh, that yeah. one! I can't. I then can't also, the referee stuff. was counting, and he yeah. hit the he hit the uh, glass. He was not prepared for that. No, match. he was not. He Mm-mm. kept on shaking his hand throughout the whole match. <laughs> Whoopsie! Can't imagine that feeling very good. Yeah, no. Um, so the broken glass was, they were saying it was a glass from the table that uh, a few dynamites ago he got put through mm-hmm. by uh, John Mox. I was about to say John Dynamite. John Dynamite. John Dynamite. AEW. Oh, yeah. uh, John Moxley. Are, have we have we started with uh, John Dynamite in 2K20? I have not done any creative character Damn, shit. Damn, man. Got to get on that. I know. The fans demand it. The fans. Okay. I demand it. You're my number one fan. That's right. Oh, every I don't care about getting the game, but I care about John Dynamite being <laughs> in that game. Yeah, <laughs> he's been in. Well, it's been a few years since he's been in the game because last year I didn't create a, a character, and oh, the year before that I didn't. Well, there's still time. You there's have still time. Had, you have those other games. Get those games, create them in there. Go make them. And also, because he was in that TNA game, I created him in the TNA game. He wasn't that good. It's been around <laughs> for a while. Yeah, uh, try to create him in the AAA game, but that didn't work so well. Maybe in the uh, AEW video game in the future, he can be created. There you go. He's in every organization. John Dynamite is all in. Yes, he's all, all elite. Elite. Bang. Boing. But yeah, <laughs> boing. But no, it was a, uh, it was a good match. I enjoyed it. Um, I like Omega more than Moxley. That's just me. But um, you would like Omega the right man won Moxley. in this match. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear you say. Boing, because that would have sucked for Moxley to lose, you know, the one match that like he's known for, like the big match that he's known for. Yeah. Uh, and one comment that I saw that I was like, "Damn, that's an accurate statement." It was uh, the one about him, him facing Lesnar at Mania, where it's like, "Dude, imagine if he would have gotten to have that match. The match that he had with Omega was good. Imagine what he would have done for Lesnar yeah. had they gone all out and." Balls to the wall, like just because that match wasn't good. No, it wasn't, and it was because Lesnar didn't want to do anything. But like, can you imagine what it would have been like if Lesnar walked up and was like, "What am I going to do to you?" Yeah, and you know, Ambrose would have been like, "You can do whatever you want. Throw me here, do this. Yeah, toss me off of that." No, I don't want to do any of that. Said Lesnar. Wow, go out and what could have been. Could have been. That's right. So, uh, all in all, man, full gear, great pay per view, really enjoyable. You know, not a bad match on the card. 
just really good action. I watched a little bit uh the press conference afterwards and Tony Khan. Tony Khan, did you watch it all? I did not. I didn't watch any of it. And in my head there was one thing I was like journalists, all the people there, don't ask this one question. Are they a stable? No. Because he'll he'll let you know. Yeah. There's one question I was like, motherfuckers, do not ask. And they asked it. Uh, I forgot how he phrased it. Hang on. Uh, how was the fight between Jimmy Havoc and uh, Oh God and um, Excalibur? Excalibur. I was like, motherfuckers, why would y'all have to do that? Y'all have to say stuff about because it happened. It happened. We need to address it. He laughed. Here's and the president. He was trying of the to defend it. Uh, so it wasn't that much of a fight. He saw better fights. Call it a draw. I did hear that. I'm like that quote. You motherfuckers, why y'all ask certain questions like that? So for those unaware of what happened, before Full Gear happened, there was like a pre-party for Tony Schiavone. It was his birthday, or he was being inducted into something. Whatever. There was a celebration. People were having a little bit of the bubbly, a little bit of celebrating, a little celebratory brewskis, if you will. Jimmy Havoc being one of them, and apparently he had had one too many, um, and began spouting off at somebody, I guess. Excalibur or something. I don't know if he tried to do Excalibur or not. I don't know. (gasps) Well, I think Excalibur stepped in, and Havoc was like, no, man, get out of my face, whatever, and fisticuffs happened, and Excalibur ended up putting him out. Choking him out? Choking him out to sleep. We haven't seen Jimmy Havoc ever since. Hush, little Havoc, don't you? So maybe they'll sweep that under the rug and stuff. Well, he said everything's okay yeah. between them both. I, so. Supposedly, when he came to, they hashed it all out. There's no ill will towards one another. And Hey, sorry, I was being a dick. And I don't know Tony Khan. Khan! We only see what we see. But he seems like a down-to-earth guy. And he like, seems like I don't a good think guy. nothing will happen to Jimmy Havoc. Because you yeah. if you were in another company that was very strict, WWE, um, there would probably be some consequences. Sure. So, from, from my gathering, it was, look, they got drunk, had their little throwdown, they made up. What's the deal with fine. like certain people in AEW getting drunk and starting shit? Uh, Joey Janela <laughs> with Enzo. <laughs> Well, that was with someone outside of the but company. But still, that's someone that's part of AEW. Yeah. Superhuman and Joey Janela. Well, he, he fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Speaking of uh, Superhuman, so I oh, watched a, a live video mm-hmm. on Instagram that he was... You know how you could do a joint video? Yeah. Some other wrestler. They were, like, talking and stuff. And I was like, who the hell is this guy? I looked him up. He's a wrestler, too. Mm. So... He was just asking tons of questions. Superhuman. He's a weird dude. Uh, I can imagine. So I just hear him and stuff, and it's like, hey, so you're going to do this? You're going to be here? Yeah. I'll be over here on this day. He was just like talking like that. And then he was like, hey, I'm going to be. It's like, dude, this guy's yeah. talked to him. He's like, you're going you're gonna to be at Joey Janelle's spring break. I know you are. He's like, yeah, I'm going to be there. Then they talk about some other convention slash wrestling show. He goes, I'm going to be here. And then uh, Superhuman was like, no, you're not going to be there. If you're there, I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> It was so funny. He goes, no, man, I'm going to go over there and people are going to, you know, I'm going to sign autographs. People goes, no, nah, man, people are not going to pay for that shit. This is what superhuman saying. People are not going to pay for that. <laughs> They're going to pay to see me. He goes, not you. I'm going to be there and I'm going to slap the shit out of you. 
And there's nothing that prompted. He just kept on saying it over and over and over. Like, you have to watch this shit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And then they Sounds amazing. It's, oh, my God. And this this wrestler guy, like, he's trying to talk to him, and he's also laughing at the same time. <laughs> he goes, man, so uh, who are you wrestling next? And he said this person. I was like, does he really wrestle? He just does moves. Yeah. That's all superhuman does. And then. Um, well, that's what he's known for. Yeah. Uh, he's not a wrestler, sir. Yeah, <laughs> he's no. a stunt man. Yeah, he's a stunt man. Superhuman stunt man. So what do you want man. to do? He goes, I just, I just want to focus on my videos and stuff. So it's just his longest video is like forty seconds. So yeah, he's got short focus time. I'm guessing. Yeah, it's um, is it pretty nice. It was, it was pretty hilarious. I don't know if it's already gone by now, but it was, it was quite funny. We'll have to see after we get done recording, see if it's on there. But uh, good lord, man, money well spent for full year. I really enjoyed it. So uh, Raw was pre-taped. Uh, the spoilers came out like what was it Thursday? So there were like four or five days before the show even aired that everyone knew what was going to happen. So there's not really a point in really going in depth match by match of what happened. We'll kind of give a rundown and we might talk a little bit about a couple of topics, but man, <laughs> it, you could tell it was being edited. That's for sure. Um, Botchamania even posted a video where they say they use the same crowd audio clip for two different parts. Really? Yeah. It was whenever Ricochet like pushes Orton's shoulder when they were in the locker room, it was like a crowd going, Oh, and they use the exact same sound effect whenever um, the Singh brothers and Eric Rowan had their backstage altercation. Like they use the exact same sound effects. And people in, in the UK even came out and there was like, I was in attendance of Monday Night Raw and they never showed that segment with them being That's backstage. Hilarious. And it reminded me whenever Raw came to Beaumont many years ago, back in the 90s, uh, and I, they pre-taped it, and then I watched it that Monday. We recorded it, and they showed Stone Cold Steve Austin backstage, and they never showed that while we were there. Really? Yeah. So what they did is before the show, they would like play someone's music, and the crowd would, ah, all right, yeah. And then they would immediately cut it off or do something else, and people would, boo. So what they were doing is they were recording the the crowd audio and using it for other things. I don't know if it was little true, hokey, but I heard that they were like switching the chants or the cheers for Seth Rollins, muting the crowds a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and supposedly the the crowd was a lot louder during the Lana Rusev Bobby Lashley segment. Um, so yeah, supposedly it was quite different live than it was being televised. I like that segment, by the way. The Lana Rusev one? Oh, my God. So crazy. So, so bad. Weird. So bad that it was good. It ended up being a complete waste of time. Yeah, for sure. Because sure. it was like, oh, hey, I'm pregnant. And then... I'm not really pregnant. I'm not really pregnant. But what's crazy is that she didn't grab a microphone and say that so that the crowd in attendance could hear. It just happened to be something that the mic on the camera picked uh, up. So they didn't pick it up. So they didn't know. Right. Wow. So it's like... So this entire segment was literally for nothing. Yeah. It was a waste of time. Um, <laughs> we had sex. <laughs> oh, my God. How dare you? 
so well, like what, cra- what drives me nuts is like it's like all all my husband wanted was sex so i'm leaving him for someone to have sex pretty much yeah hmm that's strange he wanted me to have a baby. Well, I don't want to have a baby. But guess what? I have a baby, I have a but not really. Baby. I don't have a baby. What's Moshka mean? Crush. Fight. I have a fighting baby. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's fighting my insides. No. Yeah. Moshka, I think it's crush. crush. Yeah. Crush this baby. I have a crush baby. I have a crush baby. I have a crush on this baby. Yeah. So now I thought I it was baby. very f- awkward and crazy i thought it was funny yeah in my opinion what's even crazier is if you go on lana's instagram she posts like the most random stuff where she's like oh i'm so glad that i'm not with rusev but she's still got her wedding ring and like, it's so weird like she's they're they're blurring they're trying to blur you the can't lines. do that they're trying to blur the lines on if they're together or not blurred lines like robin thick blurred um, cookie <laughs> not that cookie but um I don't know, man. Like, people were saying this is the worst segment in the history of Raw. No. I've watched a lot of Raw, and this was not the worst. I've it was been bad. a lot of candles. It was it was bad, but it wasn't. It certainly was not the worst. Yeah. I did not. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some of the worst stuff, and that was not the worst. This has to be the worst town <laughs> I have ever been in. So uh, some of the stuff that did happen, the Kabuki Warriors defeated Charlotte and Becky Lynch. Lynch took the pin. Um, Drew McIntyre defeated Sin Cara in quick fashion. And it was also reported on Monday, I believe, that Sin Cara had actually requested his release from mm-hmm. WWE. But there's been no word on if that has been granted or not. Uh, Rollins came out. He cut a promo. It was interrupted by Volter and Imperium. And... Uh, they had a match, ends in a disqualification, much like the one with uh, Adam Cole Bebe, where Undisputed Era attacked, this time Imperium attacked. And that led into a tag match, players. So it was Rollins, Owens, and the Street Profits, for some reason, going up against Imperium. And the good guys win, the bad guys lose. NXT UK's most dominant faction now looks weak because they mm-hmm. lost to people who have never teamed up together. So there you go. Uh, Andrade defeated uh, Cedric Alexander. We got the Lana is pregnant, but not really segment. Uh, Eric Rowan defeated some guy while carrying a basket of some sort, a cage, kennel, whatever, to the ring. Uh, The Viking Raiders defeated Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. Again, your NXT tag guys. Supposed to be really good. I've seen that. Because I don't really watch U, uh, UK NXT, but I was I saw a card of Flash Morgan, Flash what was it? Flash Morgan Webster. Yeah. So I was wondering who he was. The one on uh, Supercard you're talking about? Yeah. Man, doesn't he look really old in that pic- in that car on that card? But then he, I saw him on Raw, and I'm like, dude, that looks like a completely different person. It was weird. Uh, and then the uh, the main event. Orton, Ricochet, and Umberto Carrillo defeat the OC. So, again, a, yeah. a group that has never tagged before defeat an established faction. They just got it all going on, right? Yeah. That was cool that they had NXT UK stuff going on there. That was that Was, was it? Because all they did was lose. Pretty much. But that, it was a neat thing, though. Imperial, nice. which Walter didn't lose. 
He lost via disqualification after Imperium attacked. He didn't get pinned. That goes as an L in the record books. He didn't sir. get pinned. He did he not get, get the winner's purse either. Oh, shit. And then his team as, that he was part of lost. So he lost twice in one night. Yeah. So two losers' purse. Purses. No, no bueno. It's a satchel. It's a pus. Okay. Purse. 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 Curse. Curse. Purse. Action Frank. Action Frank. <laughs> Aqua Teen Hunger Force, folks. Yeah. Try to keep up. So AEW. Do you want to talk about AEW or do you want to talk about NXT first? Uh, I guess NXT. Okay. Before we do that, do you want to? Have you seen the ratings for this week? No. Um, what week are we in? Is it seven? Dude, I don't know. I'm losing track. I'm gonna say it's seven. I don't know. Whatever, whatever it is, it's AEW all of the numbers, NXT zero. So once again, AEW has defeated uh, NXT in the ratings. Not only that. But AEW had 957,000 viewers, up 16% from last week. NXT had 750,000, down 7% from last week. Dang. So even even with the invasion angle of, uh, eight, well, I guess AJ Styles and the OC being on NXT last week to having what they did this week did not help. Yeah. So, I mean, it helped. For last week, but it was not enough to get uh, AEW over, or NXT over AEW. So once again, AEW wins the ratings, and they actually improved the week after their pay-per-view. Which is good for AEW. Yeah. Um, if, if we're on the topic of ratings, uh, the WWE backstage, their ratings went up to 100,000, I think. Was the the grand total still not great, but an improvement from, it's gonna, from the previous uh, get week? More people now. Now it will. Yeah, a little, yeah, see a little cult of personality. Yeah, CM Punk. Wait, is this a rib? <laughs> so uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, okay, so let's talk about NXT since it's fresh on your mind. Um, Leo Rush, Angel Garza. That was a good match. Cruiserweight Championship. That was I will say, match. NXT had some really good matches Yeah, uh, this week. They were hot for that match. Yeah. And that was a very good match. And I think it's going to still be continued between those two guys. Mm-hmm. I like Angel Garza. And you never throw your pants at another man's wife. Oh, man. He took it off in front of her. He took it all off. And uh, I thought that was a good... Hold my tactic. pants, yeah. baby. And... Um, I thought it was a really, really enjoyable match, and I like the the hill side of Angel Garza. Yeah, that cocky swagger. Yeah, He's like, yeah, I'm bad. I'm. I like awesome. that. Uh, everyone went nuts for it whenever um, Leo Rush was about to do that. Like he was on the bottom, he jumped off the bottom rope and was about to do something. And the Angel Garza kicked him in yes. the back, back of the head. Or whatever. I really like that. That was a good counter. And then um, Angel Garza's finisher that he hit. That looked pretty cool, mm-hmm. and the fact that he was going to do it from the was try try from the top row. They're both going to get hurt. Yeah, um, but it was a really good, enjoyable match. Leo Rush ended up getting the victory to retain the cruiserweight championship. Uh, Zia Lee defeated Aaliyah after a pretty hard hit kick to the face. Poor Aaliyah. Um, one of the things that I noticed, I wasn't sure if this was intended or not. 
I don't. Does I don't, Hulu like skip certain matches? Oh, it with, might. Did you watch it, it on Hulu? Yeah, oh. I didn't see that match. Okay, well, she came in. I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't like a a big big match feel or anything like that. It was just a match to introduce the character, continue character development, or whatever. Um, but Zeli did a kick to Zilli. yeah to Aaliyah, and it looked like it caught her flush in the face, and she went down. They went for the pin. One, two, three immediately a trainer comes out with a towel and puts it over her nose. And then you see some blood. Um, yeah, but I don't know if there was blood already on the towel or not, like to try and sell it or if it was legit. Cause I kind of like watched it. I was like, the ref never signaled for a trainer to come out and the trainer just immediately comes out. Like as soon as the match is over, trainers in the ring. So I was like, Hmm. And he kind of like kept the towel hidden and like put it up to her face. That was weird. You might have to check it out. When it gets posted on the network, nah, you don't even have to go and do that. Don't worry about it. But uh, we got a a stare down between the Undisputed Era. Well, I take that back. Finn Balor came out to the ring basically saying, this is it. This is NXT. Like what happened to this place? Like I built this place up. And uh, one of the things that I noticed about his entrance, you know how whenever the music crescends and the lights go up and everyone puts their arms up, doesn't do that anymore. Yeah, he just went total darkness and sticking the guns That's out. good. That's what should happen. That's right. Um, so complete character change for Finn Balor. I dig it. It's good. I like it. Spotlight on me. You know. All eyes on me. That's right. Um, Riddle attacked him. Yeah. Matt Riddle came out and attacked him, so it looks like we're probably going to have that happen. Because Johnny Gargano is unable to compete. It's a neck injury. Yeah. Let me guess from, from that what? brain buster, probably. Because it looked it looked like it looked he nasty. Do that to mm-hmm. him. So unfortunately, Johnny Gargano will not be able to compete at uh, the next takeover. Yikes! Scary moment. Yeah, be fucking careful, man. Mm-hmm. Anyone can get hurt at any time. But it did lead to a match between Keith Lee and Roderick Strong. And, oh, another really good match. Just, man, the fact that we got to be introduced to Keith Lee at that Evolve show. So we got to, like, see what he could do, learn about him a little bit, follow his career for about a year. And then he got called up to NXT, and now everyone else has seen him. Like, it feels so good because it's like, oh, this is a guy that we've been watching for a while. Mm Mm-hmm. And we were like, man, I hope he gets called up. He got called up, and now he's having matches like this against Roderick Strong, who's a former guest on the show. So it's like, we got to talk to him. Like, any time that we get to interview someone, I feel like I get to cheer for them a little bit more because it's like, all right, we got to talk to this guy and get to know him a little bit. So I want to root for him. So to have Cole, Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. So to have these guys, you know, like Roderick Strong, someone that we've talked to and is a really cool dude. Go up against Keith Lee, who we got to be introduced to in a way. It was a really good match, and it was hard-hitting. Roderick Strong, dude, enough said. Keith Lee, enough said. I loved it. Yeah. Um, Really good. And uh, Keith Lee ended up getting the victory. So maybe we'll get to see Roderick Strong versus Keith Lee for the North American Championship soon. Never know. Yep. 
Uh, after that, we got to see Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Bronson Reed. See, they must have skipped that. Really? Because I didn't see that. That's a big boy. That uh, Bronson Reed guy. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen him. Yeah. But he's got thick written across his belly. Thick. Yeah, he's a big boy. Uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott ended up getting the victory. Pretty good stuff. Uh, then the uh, the main event ladder match for the War Games adva- advantage: Mia Yim versus Io Shirai. Oh, ladies, kicking ass! Yeah, uh, Mia Yim taking a nasty ladder to the face, got got all bloody. They yeah. they pretty much had to stop the match to get it under control um, because you know Io, Io Shirai was in perfect position to like set the ladder up, climb it get the win, go home, whatever. But the ref, like the female referee actually came in and was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, you know, like there were two or three referees in the ring. Two of them were taking care of uh, of Mia and the other one was telling Io when to go and all that. Um, but she ended up, Mia ended up coming back Continuing the fight, still had a little bit of blood on her face. Um, then she took a gnarly ladder spot off the off the ladder, over the top rope, and onto another ladder, crushing it. And uh, that one did not look pleasant. No, um, no. Even Mick Foley reached out and was like, "Damn, that was a that was a hard hit. Like, are you okay?" And she responded, and "It was like, yeah, I'm good now." So um, it was a really good match between the two ladies. And uh, Io Shirai ends up getting the victory, claiming the War Games advantage for her Got help team. from Hang Kaylee, on. Kaylee, Kaylee Ray. Ray. Kaylee Ray. Not Kylie Ray. Kaylee Ray. Not Kylie. Kaylee Ray. Yeah, uh, the NXT UK Women's Champion. Mm-hmm. And she's going to be part of War Games. She or is. a nod. Yeah. And then because Shayna came out and, you know... Did not to, and then Bailey came out Bailey. nowhere and hit her. I think it's kind of funny now that you know since Bailey has had that little heel turn, she doesn't dress the same. She doesn't come out in her long sleeves or wear the the tape over her wrists. So now you can see that she's got a tattoo on yeah. her wrist. I find that so interesting. It's like, oh, it's this other side of Bailey you never knew existed. Yeah, who is this? Who is this Bailey? Yeah, go speak to the manager. That haircut. <laughs> but uh yeah so bailey got the uh the upper hand and uh it reminded me of the aew quote that cody made where it's like hey we're not being held back by imaginary rope like these ropes do not contain us i just thought it was hilarious that like two or three people chased after bailey and just because she got off the stage they just immediately stopped yeah and they're like shit where'd she go yeah. It's like Grand Theft Auto. You hide around the right corner, and the cops are like, <laughs> well, I guess he's gone. <laughs> yeah. I don't guess see him. We're never going to find this person ever again. Dang. That's we were, funny. We were so close, and then they turned around this corner. <laughs> yeah. Where did they go? Where did they go? So many places they could have gone. Mm-hmm. But they decided to go around that corner, and we'll never find them. So, uh, all in all, NXT had some really enjoyable matches. It was really yeah. good. Um but uh, again, you know, the, the ratings were down a little bit from from last week at least. So, but AEW They did put on a good product. They do. They do. They do. Uh, AEW also puts on a pretty good mm-hmm. product. If I had to compare, I'd probably say that 
NXT had the better matches, but for me, it's a little more enjoyable to watch AEW. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. Maybe it's because I'm tweeting, so I'm like being more involved. Yeah. You know, but to be honest, like I find myself wanting to watch AEW, whereas when NXT is on, I'm kind of looking at my phone every once in a while, and then I'll look up and watch a few minutes of the match, and I'm like, okay, cool. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's that WWE stuff. It might be. Maybe I'm just like tired of it a little bit, but it made me think like, okay, so AEW's had a couple of shows where they didn't have the best crowd attendance. It's to be expected. You know, it's a brand new company. Not everyone knows about it. You know, you kind of have to know where your audience is to go there. So, you know, part of me is like every, every show that they've had, the crowd's been hot. So, this is a a good company. You know, it's not a bad deal. NXT, it's the same thing. The crowds is always hot, but it's a little smaller, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's weird. Like, it's two different vibes. Yeah, for sure it is. And for whatever reason, AEW's vibes have just been better to me. Uh, And I know there are probably people out there who are saying, no, NXT is better. But for me, I don't know why. It's just AEW is... The more enjoyable product People for me have their to own watch. preference. Yeah. And uh, and so I was thinking, you know, I was thinking back to the uh, the conversations that we've had over the years of having NXT at full sale. You know, the crowd is there every single week. They know who the people are and all that. And I'm like, well, that's fine and everything, but it's such a small crowd now. It's like I would almost rather it be 2,000 people as opposed to 200 people. Yeah. You know, and so that got me thinking about the the AEW show where they didn't have a full house, and they did kind of have to take notes from from SmackDown, where it's like, okay, well, we're gonna rope off this side of the arena, yeah. but you guys can go sit over here and uh, and you know be loud and and all that. And even before they had their first show, they came out and said, we're not expecting to sell out every show, but we would rather be in a venue of five thousand people, you know, that seats. 7,000 yeah. then you know have 7,000 people in a venue that has 15,000 you know so it's like we want the people to be there but I don't know I don't really know where I'm going with this but I don't know I just like the AEW but, presentation yeah, the no, crowd like it's, it it's just it's a, it's a little more enjoyable for yeah. me so maybe it's because I don't know because like even on Raw like the Raw crowds just sometimes they're just not there but like AEW, the crowd is energetic the whole yeah. night. Imagine being part of that crowd. I know. I want to go. That has that passion. If they end up coming to Houston, I've looked at the ticket prices on average. Like VIP first three rows, ninety bucks. Really? Yeah. You gotta jump on that. Yes, dude. So if they, if they do, if they come our way, hell yeah, we're coughing up the like the little extra dough. We're getting, oh, yeah. we're getting close, dude. If we ever got like on the front row of and that's show. and that's another thing that i really like about it is that it, the tickets are affordable yeah like you can have the upper deck sections for for 20 bucks but that's not bad yeah. and who knows maybe it'll be a small crowd and they'll bump you down and say hey we need we need seat fillers yeah, yeah. get on down here get on down here get on get your ass you know. down here but get like cowboy 90 shit. bucks for front row yeah. hell yeah i'll sign that. me up hell yeah or first three rows i'll take that maybe you'll be bumped up against the green shirt guy Man, don't even get me started on that. Uh oh, don't even get me started on that guy. 
Whatever. You could talk to him if you sit next to him. I'd be like, dude, what do you do for a living? Because I want in. Yeah. I don't care if you're a drug smuggler or what. Uh, I inherit a lot of money. Oh, okay. Give me some. Okay. Well, give me some, man. Take me with you. Yeah, please. Damn. I need to be part of that. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know if I could travel that much and go to every show. Like, I would. No. I couldn't, no. I couldn't do it. I don't want to get burnt out. And even if I had all that money... There's so many other things that I would want to do yes. with that kind of cash, like travel the world. Uh, yeah, let's go Buy travel. Shit. Let's let's get a bigger TV so we can watch the action mm-hmm. on a big screen TV. I, don't I know. want a 20k TV. Yeah, let's do it. Get four smellovision. <laughs> what? Get four of those 8k televisions, so we'll have 32k. Oh God, damn. God damn! Thanks, Noob Noob. <laughs> Who the hell is Noob Noob? So, uh, so let's go over to AEW Dynamites. Dynamite. Uh, John Moxley kicked the show off, <sighs> going up against Michael Nakazawa. Naka Nakazawa. Nakazawa. Very short match. Yeah. He uh, lost. <laughs> Moxley ended up getting the victory. He grabbed the mic and goes, "Does that one count?" <laughs> Which I loved. I love yeah. the fact that you know he he's he was so angered the that the match with Omega did not count because it was unsanctioned and whatever. Yeah. So he's like, "Really, you're gonna hide your golden boy? So whenever I beat him, it's not gonna count." Yeah, bullshit. I like that. Though. He's like, "Okay, so that victory wins. No one around here has the balls to step in the ring with me. Uh, I dare someone to to challenge me." So he basically issued an open challenge. Later that night. It was answered. Yes. Oh, my God, was it answered. Darby all in. Darby all in. That's right. Darby Man. Allen. Darby Allen. As soon as he grabbed the mic and said John Moxley, I was like, yes, thank you. Yes. And he said, I accept. Fuck yeah, Hell man. Hell yeah, it's going to be a good match. And it's happening next week. Yes. Like, we don't have to wait for their next pay-per-view. They're doing that show next week. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be great. Uh, but before that, they had the Dark Order going up against the Jurassic Express, Marco Stunt, and Jungle Boy. No Luchasaurus around this so my time. My sister-in-law came over during yeah. that time, and she was like, who's that little kid? I was like, that little kid's 24. <laughs> yeah, he is. And from my understanding, I think that little kid's older than Jungle Boy. It's nuts. That's nuts. It's insane how <laughs> tiny he is. He's so tiny. But, um, man, he's... He's very resilient. Yeah. And uh I don't I don't have a problem with him wrestling. No, I don't either. Um I know a lot of people out there in the world do. Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette especially, similar to uh uh Orange Cassidy. Like some people some people just see it and they're like, I don't get it, so I don't like it. Yeah. I see it and I'm like, okay, it's a little it's hard to kind of believe that he could get a legit win over somebody, but you know what? He's going to go out there and he's going to entertain people. Don't like the flossing. I feel like that that ship has sailed as far as doing stuff. Not for him. Not for him. He's still going to continue to do he's it. Make it work. He can try. He can wear a backpack. Yeah, he can try. But uh, <laughs> you know, he's going out there and he's trying to entertain the crowd, and he did so. He took some savage beatings at the yeah, hands of the Dark Order. Um, but he kept kicking. I, I out. did like at the end they offered him a place on the team. I for did. Dark Order I did too. appreciate that. I really like that. I was like, dude, you are a resilient guy. I give you all the credit in the world. If you were to team up with us, man, there there'd be no stopping you. There'd be no yeah. stopping us. 
Uh, and I like the fact that he kind of contemplated it. He was like, you know, you might be onto something. And Jungle Boy stepped in and was like, no, nah, man, it's all about the Luchasaurus. Because uh, he came out wearing the mask. And sure enough, Luchasaurus returned. Well, before that, they were beating him down. Yeah. He turned him down. Dark Order was then like, okay, fine. I, you yeah. know, I respect you de- 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 declining our offer. Get them, boys. So the Creepers attacked. I don't like how they keep on calling Creepers. Jeepers, Creepers. Because I feel like it, the Creepers the was creepers? like a thing where like they were jeepers, being made fun of by another group. And it got stuck. And it, it was stuck afterwards. Where'd you get those eyes? So Luchasaurus came out. Yeah, he did. Kicking motherfuckers in the tail head. whipping. Yeah, he whips his tail back and forth. He whips his tail back and forth. He whips his tail. And then back choke slam, and then he told Marco, "Motherfucker, put that fucking mask on." And he, what did I tell you? Yeah, he put, and then he put that mask on. You keep it on, little dinosaur, little boy, little boy who's actually little boy. You going to hell? Yeah, and then jungle just boy, just a boy, start. a little boy, and his dinosaur. Hey, uh, Luchasaurus, are you a Yoshi? I'm not a damn Yoshi. <laughs> Can I ride you? <laughs> so after that, we got a triple threat match. Sean Spears, Darby Allen, <laughs> and uh, Peter Avalon, a.k.a. the librarian. Shh. They beat the fuck out of Avalon. Shh. I don't think he's won a match ever. Shh. Yes. No, no, not yet. Uh, during the match... Joey Janela came down and attacked Sean Spears. They brawled through the state, through the crowd and exited, leaving Darby Allen to uh, finish off Peter Avalon. Yep. Grabbing the mic. John Moxley, I accept. Yes. Crowd went nuts. They also went nuts for Darby just to enter. Yeah, for sure. And I like the fact that Justin Roberts has an ad lib for it. Now skating to the ring. Yeah, I like that. So, uh, Nyla Rose was in action, defeated Danny Jordan. She beat the fuck out of him. (laughs) She beat the fuck out of her, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, she did. Um, There was a segment with Allie. Tony Schiavone was talking to her. Lights went out. Awesome Kong appears with uh, Brandy Rose. Cut her hair. Oh, that's another thing. Awesome Kong at full gear cut whose hair? B? Yeah. hair? B Priestley's. Priestley's, yeah. Peaky. And she put it in her pants. And she smelled it. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> sure. Uh, it's Maybelline. After that, we got the amazing Chris Jericho and MJF segment. Good Lord. If you're 23 years old and you're getting into the wrestling business and you're standing across from Chris Jericho, nine times out of ten, you're not holding your own. See, this is the one time. In the press conference, after Full Gear, the people were asking the... Um, Reporters were asking, can MJF uh, join uh, the Inner Circle? And then they, they touched on that a little bit. I heard you want to join the Inner Circle. I heard you wanted me to join the Inner Circle. I know you want me to join your Inner Circle jerk. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Freudian slip. Freudian slip. <laughs> My bad, guys. Respect the champ. Right. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was good, man. It was really good. It, no, this was not good. This was fucking great. <laughs> This was yes. amazing. Clear cut. They, they did rip off a little bit of uh, Chris Jericho's older stuff um, because this was the same thing that Jericho and Owens did when they called out Roman Reigns. They're yeah. like, we know who the real bad guy is. Roman Reigns! Ah, big hug. Oh, yeah, we're not going yeah. anywhere. Um, but, dude, the, 
the back and forth banter between Jericho and MJF was astounding. Yeah. The explanation from NJ, MJF was astounding. You know, you've, you've been cheering for the bad guy all along. His name is Cody Rhodes. You know, he doesn't give a shit about you guys. He only cares about himself. That's why he's not here tonight. You should be cheering for me. I'm the face of the company. Like, uh, he came out uh, to he came Cody out Rhodes' to his entrance. Yeah. His entrance, his music. Yeah. It was great. I loved it. Yeah. Like I said, he got booed the hell out of. Yeah. And uh, God, it was so good. It's it's about time. I know we're only like six or seven episodes in, but it's like MJF focus now. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, God, it was so good. Maxwell. I'm Cody Rhodes' best friend, so that means I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, Cody came out and tried to attack, but Wardlow... Came out and attacked See, Cody. I don't know which pay per view it was, but they promoted him like one time. And then yeah. you'd hear, coming soon, this guy. And they never, Wardlow. They never showed it ever again. So I guess one one thing they didn't answer did MJF join Inner Circle? We'll never know. We'll never know. So I guess Wardlow. Until next week. Yeah. Wardlow and MJF are together, I would assume. Yeah. Wardlow is probably the powerhouse for, for MJF, the yep. special enforcer. Mm-hmm. If you will. And, you know, uh, Cody came out with a second eyebrow. He did, yep. which got bloody again. Yeah. He got choked out by his own tie. <laughs> no capes. Uh, we got a rematch. Hangman Adam Page going up against Pac. Pac. And, man, at the end of the match, Pac was just being pretty vicious to Hangman. It looked like he had knocked him out legit and was just, like, kicking him in the head. Now um, try to do your cowboy shit, motherfucker. Pretty much. Like, Pac ended up getting the victory, and he still was pissed off. Beating motherfuckers with other like, motherfuckers. I'm not done with this fucker. Um, and a lot of people were wondering, well, while Cody was getting his ass handed to him, why wasn't he being saved by his buddies? Like, where was where was anyone else? Well, Kenny Omega was unclear. He was not cleared due to medical reasons. And then we found out that the Young Bucks were being attacked by Santana and Ortiz backstage, yes. where we got a very nice cameo from Orange Cassidy. Which I loved. This is an unexpected moment. The I didn't see that up. part. Oh my god, dude, it was so good. So they're brawling backstage, and they go up to like this restroom or something like that. They kick open the door, and he, he's just standing there looking at him. <laughs> it was like just the most random thing because it was out of place. Yeah, you know who it was like kicked down the door? Uh, Santana or Ortiz, one of them. They didn't try to fight him. No, he just stared at him. He was like, "What the fuck?" And then like he picked up Nick or Matt, and they just kept fighting. It was so random, but it worked. It was great. The crowd loved it. Um, so they end up battling up to the arena, battling up onto the stage. Uh, they use the loaded sock to, to attack Nick and Matt. Uh, they attack the leg of Nick Jackson. They powerbomb Matt Jackson through the stage, yeah. off, off of the stage, whatever. Um, it was a good segment. I liked it. Um, then they took it, that took us into the main event of the match uh, of the night, uh, SCU versus Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Uh, one of the things that I found interesting was that, you know, it's a championship match and they have stated that championship matches have a 60 minute time limit. Well, they started this match with about 10 minutes left in the show. So I was like, well, what are they going to do here? And I'm glad that they did this. They clarified. They were like, folks, if we run out of TV time, the match will be posted on our YouTube channel, which I dig. Yeah, I like that because yeah. it's kind of like, okay, so they're not going to have overtime, you know, for whatever reason TNT won't allow yeah. them to go over. I respect that. I get it. Whatever. 
I also like the fact that they don't want to cheat their fans out of seeing what yeah. happens. Like they don't want to say, guys, we ran out of TV time. Nothing we can do. Sorry. Yeah. Well, now it's like, no, we ran out of TV time. Head on over to our YouTube channel and you can find out what happens. Yes, that's that's really nice. I like that. I like I like that part of the social media days that we're in. You know, the ability to, to do stuff like that. So SEU ends up getting the victory. Handing Chris Jericho his first loss, and he lost his mind. I like the fact that they Scorp- pinned Jericho. Scorpio Sky did. I don't, I don't remember that. I don't know, but uh, Scorpio Sky pins Jericho to get his first victory. I think it was like a roll up or something. Wow. It, it wasn't like anything big, but uh, Jericho like lost his mind, and it made me wonder like, will Scorpio Sky come out and say, "Hey, I'm the first person to pin the champ." How about a title opportunity? That should put me up towards the front of the line, yeah? Yeah. Because I was wondering, okay, so Cody, obviously, out of the picture. He's yes. going to be going up against MJF. Who's going to be the next number one contender? Will it be Omega, Paige, Pac, uh, or maybe now Scorpio Sky? Because that's a pretty big win. Yeah. I don't know who, man. We'll see. We we'll will. See. We'll see in the coming weeks because they haven't announced their next pay-per-view. So could be a little bit. They could... They could wait until the new year to to come out with their next pay per view. I don't know, but uh, man, I'm just I'm enjoying. Oh AEW. yeah, dude, for sure. And um, man, I love AEW, and it's kind of unheard of what they've done. Yeah, you know, a company to start out uh, with a backing of a billionaire and uh, doing their stuff and being on a big station like TNT. So that's what you can do when you have a financial backer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Imagine what we could do for our stuff. Oh my gosh! If we had financial backers, we should get a Patreon going. We should have people pay to listen to us. <laughs> then we got to offer get... up more content. Hey man, if we can get enough money to quit our jobs and do that, have to be something big. It'd be pretty awesome, though. That would be amazing. Yeah, we paid the big bucks. That's right. We're making, we're making big time money. Shit, piss, piss and shit, <laughs> piss and shit. So, uh, yeah, there we go. It'd be, you know, WNS Podcast proudly prevents, presents an hour of Daniel Heron saying piss and shit. Piss and shit. Piss and shit. Piss and shit. <laughs> piss and shit. Piss and shit. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know how long piss that would last, shit. but yeah. I'll just have some. Dude, I love your piss and shit. Uh, that was so great. Um, section this week was the best one yet (laughs) uh so going over into hot topics the big one obviously cm punk has joined wwe backstage it was announced at the very end people don't know what this is about like if because they were saying that wwe allowed fox to do it i don't know if that's it here's here's kind of what's going on so wwe's debut show for WWE backstage tanked. Yes. Got like what? 48,000 viewers or something in the first show. Yeah. So in the eyes of Fox, it's like, okay, we paid a billion dollars for a program in SmackDown that started strong, got 3 million viewers is down to 1 million viewers. So that's a significant drop. Then we were promised that we'd get viewers for this backstage show nope and no one's tuning in so we're gonna hire cm punk because there was talks that he had auditioned for it nothing ever came from it now whether that was bs to kind of like 
get the trail off. off. Like, yeah, you know, I went and auditioned, but, you know, I guess they wanted to go a different direction. And they had promised a big announcement, which they was later revealed that it was supposed to be the Lesnar quitting SmackDown and moving over to Raw. That was their big announcement. Yeah. So it was kind of like, okay, well, I guess CM Punk's not going to do it. Well, rumor has it is that Fox reached out to WWE and said, look, we need some ratings here because you know we're paying a whole lot of money for this and we're not getting our, you know, yeah. our our receipts. Um, and so WWE said, okay, you know, you guys can hire who you want. And they said, well, we want CM Punk, and they said, okay. So that's supposedly the the blessing that that is being reported. So, uh, and to clarify, CM Punk is not working for WWE. He is working for Fox on a program that discusses WWE. He will not be on there every episode. Correct. Yeah. He's going to be, be a regular. Yeah. But not every episode. Right. So it'll be interesting to see what happens because, you know, a lot of people were saying, well, why would they just waste him, waste his return on WWE backstage? Like, bring him on Raw, bring him on SmackDown. I was like, well, yeah, that's all fine and dandy if he's going to wrestle. He's not going to wrestle. Yeah. Because AEW reportedly reached out to him and offered him a quite large payday, but he had no interest in returning to the ring. So he's like, I mean, I'll come back, but I'm not wrestling. I was like, well, we want you to wrestle. Well, that's not what I want to do. Yeah. So WWE or Fox came out and said, well, we'll pay you just to come and talk about wrestling. Yeah. He's like, okay, I can do that. Hell yeah. I'll get a paycheck to talk about wrestling. Damn. It was awesome. It was awesome. See yeah. It was good. And the fact that he came out, you know, just when you think you know all the answers, I changed the culture. So see you next week. See you next week. See you next Tuesday. Hell yeah. Really awesome. Yeah. So, um, so that was the big one. They also announced that Miz and Paige have signed new multi-year contracts with WWE. The hell is Paige gonna do? WWE backstage, pre-show, gravy, gravy job stuff, huh? Gravy job stuff. Yeah. Don't Easy. have to wrestle and I get paid. What? All, you have, all you have to do is travel. And you work for WWE. Yeah. What? And then you get to do whatever it is. Like she has like her own makeup line, so you get money from that. Wow. Like, dude. Awesome. I just need like $100,000 to get my own stuff going. <laughs> money. Just give me money. That's all. Um, there has been a name change in WWE. <laughs> Ali. Now, once again, Mustafa Ali, which I really like. I'm glad that they... I've always liked Mustafa Ali. Yeah. Not Ali. Yeah. I- I'm glad that they brought that one back. So that was a uh, good call on my on Apollo on my Crews. Thoughts. Yeah, Apollo. Apollo so, um, 17. Alexander Rusev, Antonio Cesaro, Elias Sampson. Bring all the names back. Damn it. Um, and then the big one, the big news that is breaking or has broken, uh, Jordan Miles, a.k.a. ACH, yep. uh, posted a video on his social media Twitter account, which has since been deleted. He has but deleted, it's on the YouTube. Well, it is on YouTube. But he has quit WWE in a, an expletive-filled yeah. uh, video. So we're not going to play it. We're not going to quote it or whatever. Um, just reporting that he has 
stated that he quit, but there's no word yet on if WWE is going to do. Yeah. Will they allow him to get out of his contract? Are they going to hold him to it? Will they add six months to Luke Harper's contract for it? <laughs> like what's, what's the deal? What's going on here? So, um, I mean, it's just, it, it's bad in every angle. No, uh-huh. ma- no matter how you look at it, this is a bad story that has happened this year. Um, you know, you, you never want to see something like this happen. Mm-hmm. And it just, yeah. I mean, it sucks because ACH is a very talented guy. Yeah. Uh, I understand his being upset about the situation, but a lot of comments that I've seen were like, dude, I I'm with you on the topic, not how you've handled the situation. Yeah. I think if, if he would have handled it a little differently, maybe he would have had a, a larger support system, a larger backing of support. Like, pretty much Booker T said that. Yeah, that as well. Um, so that's, that's all that I'm going to comment on it because yeah, I'm not going to go any further. You know, but, uh, you know, I mean, I, I hope that he, he is okay. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know if he has had that anger and aggression in him about this particular topic or because also he also bashed ROH. That's the first time I've ever heard him bash ROH. Yeah. So something deep down, he's kept to himself, I guess for a while. Yeah. I mean, it's a very talented guy and an amazing athlete. And, you know, I just hope like mentally that he's okay. Cause you know, the, cause I watched the video of him saying he was quitting. He could just see the rage. Like he was like, rage mad mm-hmm. and you know like i've i've had those moments and you know it, it's never a good thing no so i just hope that he's gonna be okay you know i'm I'm sure he's gonna just take a break from social media and maybe he'll reemerge a little bit later on and you know a lot of people are wondering like what company is gonna hire him after after the the way he's handled this situation uh saying the things that he said so, I mean, we'll have to see how it plays out. Yeah. But again, like, I hope that he will be okay and will be able to continue doing what he loves, which is to compete. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be an interesting thing to see where he ends up because I don't know too many companies that's going to want to hire someone who handled the situation in the degree that he handled it. Yeah. So, like, I understand the frustration, but who knows, man? We're just got to see how it plays out. Yeah. So uh, that's pretty much going to do it for us this week. But we certainly thank everyone for tuning in, uh, especially for our back and forth all over the place shows. But sometimes that makes it fun to listen to. that's true. Uh, If you have any questions for us, feel free to leave it on our podcast page, WS Podcast. You can check us out on WrestlingNewsForce.com or WrestlingNewsForce.com on Facebook. And you can subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Got it right that time. Is that what it's really called? Yes. You looked it up? Yes. Finally? Yes. As you kind of roll your eyes a little bit. I saw a little thing. Uh, we're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel, and Spotify. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel. And if you want to see Tyler's tweets from 2017, you can follow him at Just go Tyler. Check out my old tweets. Tyler underscore Bear. So for the Hop pod- on my Instagram. For the please. podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Bear. And enjoy Pokemon Sword. We will catch you all next week.